Hey, my friend, you are listening to a free audio version of the He is Alive Lent study that I wrote. During this wild time, I'm begging God for it to be a time when you get to lock eyes on him for a bit and remember that in the midst of so much chaos and unknown, he is alive. Let's not wait for Easter Sunday to remember that. Let's celebrate him in the weeks leading up to it. Before we get started, I wanted to tell you about something that I really hope you will join me in doing. If you want even more of God's word in your life and you love learning from amazing women Bible teachers, then you have to join our community of a thousand plus women from all over the world at Online Women's Bible Study. Go to onlinewomensbiblestudy.com for more. At the end of today's session, I'll tell you how you can get a week free plus 10% off for life. Okay, let's get started on today's session from He is Alive. I'm praying for you today, and I love you so much. Week 3, Session 2, John Chapter 6. If you haven't already, spend a little bit of time in prayer. Praise, repent, ask, yield, stop and listen. Read John 6. After this, Jesus went away to the other sea, side of the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a large crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain and there he sat down with his disciples. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews was at hand, lifting up his eyes then and seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him. Jesus said to Philip, where are we to buy bread? Are these, are that these people may eat? And he said to, said this to test him for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 denarii worth of bread would be enough for each of them to get to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There's a boy here with five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they what are they for so many? And Jesus said, Half the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, and so the men sat down about five thousand in number. Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given things, he distributed them to those who were seated so also the fish as much as they wanted. And when they had eaten their fill, he told the disciples, gather up the leftover fragments, that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves left from those who had eaten. When the people saw the sign that had been done, they said, this indeed is the prophet who is to come into the world. Perceiving then that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, Jesus withdrew again to the mountain by himself. Verse 16. When evening came to his disciples, went down to the sea and got into a boat and started across the sea to Capernaum. It was now dark and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. And when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat and they were frightened. But he said to them, it is I, do not be afraid. Then they were glad to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. On the next day, they crowd, on the next day, the crowd that remained on the other side of the sea saw that there had only been one boat there, and that Jesus had not entered the boat with his disciples, but that his disciples had gone away alone. Other boats from Tiberias came near the place where they had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. So when the crowd saw that Jesus was not there, nor his disciples, they themselves got into the boats and went to Capernaum seeking Jesus. And when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? And Jesus answered them, 
Truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to be doing the works of God? And Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him who he has sent. So they said to him, Then what sign do you do, that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness as it is written, and he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Truly then said to them, Jesus then said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me, and yet do not believe me. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, and that I should lose nothing of all that has been given me, but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. So the Jews grumbled about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. And they said, is not, the Je- is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How does he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, do not grumble among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him. And I will raise him up on the last days. I'll raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets and they will all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except he who is from God. He who has seen the Father, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that comes down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever feeds on me, he also will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not the bread that fathers ate and died. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. Jesus said these things in the synagogue as he taught at Capernaum. Verse 16, when many of the disciples heard it, they said, this is a hard saying, who can listen to it? But Jesus, knowing in himself that that his disciples were grumbling about this, said to them, do you take offense at this? Then what what, what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? And it is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is 
The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who those, who, who those were who did not believe and who it was who would betray him. And he said this, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by the Father. After this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the twelve, Do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Jesus answered them, Did I not choose you, the twelve? And yet one of you is a devil. He spoke of Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, for he, one of the twelve, was going to betray him. Summarize today's reading in one to three sentences. What does it mean? What does this say about God? And what does this teach you about others and yourself? What might it have been like for Jesus to suddenly have all this attention on him? Before these events, we know he didn't perform any miracles because we know the wedding at Cana was his first. Now, all of a sudden, he was surrounded by large crowds, verse 1 through 3. Why would Jesus test the disciples, verses 5 through 9? It was a boy who provided the base for the food for Jesus' miracles. Do you find this meaningful that Jesus chose to use someone so young or unexpected? Verse 9. How many people had gathered? That's just the men, verse 10. How much food did Jesus pass out? Write out the description below, verse 11 through 12. How much did Jesus start with? How much did they end up with? Verse 9 and verse 13. You've likely heard this story before, so it may have lost its wow factor. However, try to place yourself there. How would you have reacted to seeing Jesus walking on water? Verse 16 through 21. What did Jesus say to them? Does this response surprise you? What does this teach you about his love for his disciples? Verse 20. What is the work of God, and what does this mean to you? Verse 29. What did Jesus mean by saying that he is the bread of life, and if we come to him, we won't hunger or thirst? How can this be? Verse 25 through 59. Why did some turn back and no longer walk with him? Verse 60 to 66. Are there any other questions you want to ask this passage or things to note? As always, before you head out, ask yourself, what should I do and who should I tell? Friend, I so hope you enjoyed today's session of the He is Alive Lent study, that one episode at a time you are drawing closer and closer to Jesus. Can I ask you to do one thing for me before you head off? Would you snap a pic or a screenshot of you listening to this? I want as many women as possible to have access to this free Lent study. After all that is happening this year, I believe we've never needed something like this more. I know that I need this so badly. And if you do post on social media, tag me at Becky Kaiser, K-I-S-E-R. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button for the More Than Ordinary podcast so each episode shows up as we release them. Finally, if you haven't already, sign up for Online Women's Bible Study at onlinewomensbiblestudy.com. Use the promo code MOREThanOrdinary in all caps when you sign up to get 10% off for life. Plus, when you sign up today, you automatically get a week to try it out. This spring, we are going through people and passages in scripture that live more than ordinary lives. You will love it and the amazing variety of teachers. I love you so much, and I'll see you for the next session.